Welcome to the Breakthrough Factory, where the information age meets the industrial revolution. For more information, visit us at BreakthroughFactory.com. Hello, everyone. We're here with Scott Davidson, and Scott is, again, one of our team members that brings a powerful skill set to us. He's done 30 years worth of traditional marketing work, what we call traditional, you know, the old stuff before the internet, uh, but also combines in a lot of internet work into the mix. So, Scott, tell us a little bit about your background and what you bring to the table here. Well, as you said, I have over 30 years of creative and marketing experience, and the last 15 years, I've actually been the principal owner of an advertising agency here in the Philadelphia area. Before that, I worked in management in other agencies in Philadelphia and did a little stint in the Caribbean islands as well as uh, an agency person. And then uh, a number of years in direct mail for a catalog company, even was an apprentice printer at one point when I was in, the, when I was in school. So I've covered a lot of ground when it comes to the creative aspect and the marketing aspect of the industry. Cool. Now, what kind of clients do you typically serve out of your agency there? Well, that's actually kind of a loaded question. Uh, I think it's more of what I haven't done. Even though we're based here in the Philadelphia area, we're not really geographically bound uh, in this day and age. I'm sure you know that's true. You know, some of the clients we have are as far-reaching as Oregon and California and Texas, but uh, I don't really tend to focus on a specific market. I find that the variety of clients that we serve is uh, the best part of what I do. My clients range from people like the Oregon Hazelnut Growers Association to Quick and Crispy Fryer, which is a greaseless fryer manufacturer in uh, Texas. Uh, I've also had the opportunity to do work for major companies like Texaco, DuPont Chemical, and, and even did work for Invisible Fence, the dog containment company, keeps your dog in the yard. But I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I've done my fair share of local marketing for plumbers, mechanics, and of course, local pubs. I have a little motto, we'll work for beer. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I have the experience of major corporations and, and feel quite comfortable helping smaller local companies and services as well. So it's, it's a mix of clients. So uh, we look for all types of uh, people in need. Well, it's interesting too. How do you find some of these big clients from Oregon and Texas? Is that referral based or is that from marketing online or how, how do you run into some of these folks? Well, when we started the business, which was 15 years ago, and this was uh, in the early stages of uh, internet marketing, and there wasn't a huge presence at that point as far as finding us on the internet, and I go back to my old school roots, and this is what we consider dumpster diving. I use that phrase loosely. For example, I would go to my post office, I would check my post office box, and there's always that trash can there that people would take and they would toss out any junk mail they didn't want. So it was always full of coupons and trade publications and direct mail pieces and things of that nature. And at that point, when we started our business, I was focusing on doing audiovisual marketing. I was doing a lot of video on CDs, uh, these little mini CDs that were in the shape of a business card were extremely popular then. So I would take a trade publication out of the trash can, I would thumb through it, and I would find someone that I would 
you kind of gravitate towards like I like what they're selling I like this company but this is not working for them and then I would contact them and I quite frankly say I found your marketing material in the trash it's not <laughs> doing a good job and they were really surprised that I would take the time to call from Philadelphia to a company in Minnesota and say I saw your stuff in the trash I'd like the opportunity to see if I can keep it out of the trash that's really how I started finding those companies outside of our area. I did a lot of cold calling. The old adage is a salesman always sells. So I had a setup where I would call from 10 a.m. to 12. And then I would call again from 2 to 4. And those are the windows. And I just love the gatekeeper. So I call and try to get my message through from the gatekeeper, the receptionist, and just the old-fashioned cold calling and just selling. That's a great story, a dumpster dive marketing. That's a yeah, people, hook in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people, people seem to love the idea. I think when I tell them, it's almost like a light bulb goes off over their head, like, wow, that's so simple. It's like, yeah, when you find someone, their stuff's not working, you go to them and say, hey, your stuff's not working. Let me help you. So, yeah, it was very successful. Yeah, it's a good lesson for all of us. And, and it just shows how many things are so obvious as soon as you hear them. And instead of beating ourselves up, just realize that's the reason we need something like this with a lot of different voices and angles because it just it pings so many little buttons in our head when we hear these things. I like to say that opportunity presents itself at any given moment, whether I'm you know, at the supermarket and I see something or I'm driving around in the car. Things just pop up and they're right in front of your eyes. If you open yourself up to see the opportunities and to think outside the norm, I think most people will be surprised that there are lots of opportunities awaiting these people if they just really open themselves up and look for them. Absolutely. And that's really our focus here in the Breakthrough Factory is to get people really clear on what they have to offer the world and who they have to offer it to. And then, like you say, those, those things just start appearing out of seemingly nowhere, even though you walked past them for the last how many years. So, yeah, it's perfect. What would you say your position on marketing is? Maybe the marketing mix or how do you see marketing, you know, typically for the solopreneur or the person that would be most drawn to this, the small business owner? What would you say to them? I am what most people would call, or at least in our industry, I'm a marketing generalist, which means that I don't focus in on any specific type of marketing or advertising. When you come to me, I'm looking at the big picture, whether that would be what we consider traditional marketing like print, radio, cable, cable TV, direct mail, and outdoor. Of course, I also look into web and social media. Those are, again, very powerful factors when it comes to the marketing mix, but that's the real word, the marketing mix. With that being said, I also like to caution my clients who come to me with the idea that social media is the end-all be-all. And don't get me wrong, although people are certainly wired to their phones and iPads, well, maybe wired's not the right word, but they still listen to the radio in their cars and they still watch television. They still read the mail when they get it. Uh, so I just like to make sure that people keep that in mind. So I look at kind of the bigger bigger picture for all these uh, aspects. So a client comes to me, they offer a service if I specialize in one thing, like if I specialize in making television commercials or I specialize in radio, that's what I'm going to offer them. When you come to someone like me, I'm going to look at what their need is and pick from this arsenal, if you will, what is the right program to put together. And it's generally a mix. So 
Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of uh, social media, and there's probably no better way to uh, engage your customer in advertising. It's not passive. You're really getting a connection with them. The other forms of media are very passive unless you count yelling at your TV and singing along with the radio. <laughs> but just, just keep that in mind. Make sure that you're thinking about all the aspects of marketing and not just if I build a, a website, they will come. You really have to think about the bigger picture, not just the, the small minutia of doing Facebook postings and figuring that everybody is going to gravitate towards that. And that's what you're going to be bringing to the training here is, is giving people really that kind of that high level view and really understanding when and how these different pieces will work. And it is different for everyone. It's surprising. I've done some local work with local clients, and so many of them are, are just come across as just grossly ignorant about advertising. It's almost like a lot of them, you ask them if they're advertising, they're like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm paying my dues. But the response kind of indicates they must not be getting any success. They just feel like it's a necessary burden. The fact that you can go on cable TV and, and target a specific area for quite inexpensively. When we talk about cable advertising, cable advertising, and as I said, Philadelphia is, is our area, and it's divided into several zones, and those zones are, you know, maybe a county or a portion of a county, and the number of households would be 32,000 or 17,000 households, and then from that, it's listed as the cable stations, which you watch, HGTV, Home Shopping Network, ESPN, Lifetime, TNT so forth and so on. The popularity of that particular station dictates the price that they're going to charge you to run that spot. So for example, Oprah Network, you know, it may cost you $20, $25, $30 to run your 30-second commercial one time on that particular network. But with that being said, if you go down to the cooking channel, which I'm a huge fan of, <laughs> but you can actually buy, because not as many people watch a cooking channel as they watch uh, ESPN, you can actually buy a 30-second spot, wait for it, wait for it, one dollar. Wow. <laughs> one dollar. Now, now, your cable advertising salesperson is going to talk about frequency and reach. Frequency is the number of times that your spot airs, and reach is the number of people it reaches. Pretty, pretty straightforward. And you're going to say, wow, for a dollar, if I spend $1,000, I get 1,000 spots. Absolutely true. And that, to me, is a bargain. You spend $1,000, you get 1,000 hits, if you will. But keep in mind that not as many people will be watching that station and is not as popular. So that's when we try to find the correct formula of frequency and mix. But that's just one of the many things that when it comes to traditional advertising, or as I said about myself, a marketing generalist will bring to the table and share with you, what is the right mix for you? Maybe if, for example, you sell uh, steak knives, wow, Cooking Channel is a bargain. You're not going to be selling steak knives on ESPN. Sometimes you just find the right niche, and it's a perfect match for you. And someone like a marketing journalist is going to be able to look at the larger landscape and say, you know, for your business and where you're located, I would recommend this. You know, another good example is radio. Radio can be quite expensive, but it can be quite powerful. If you have a single location, I don't normally recommend radio. If you have multiple locations, and I apply this to my restaurant client who has seven restaurants in the Philadelphia area, when we first started, he only had one. 
did not recommend radio. After achieving several more locations or franchises, if you will, he's up to seven now, and it's an Irish pub, I'm happy to say, radio was the right mix because you're spending that money covering a large geographic area, and the money is well spent. So that's the thing you want to look at. It really goes back to it pays to hire a professional. I do not try to fix my own car. I go to a mechanic. I don't try to fix my own plumbing, at least in most cases I don't. I go to a plumber. If you're talking about advertising, you want to hire a professional to help you and guide you through this maze, if you will. That's the reason I like to look at the bigger picture and and try to point out what I think is the right mix. That's perfect. And that's what you'll be uh, doing on the training here is giving people a little more in-depth what questions to ask, really, because it is something that's extremely specific to the individual and what their target market is and what they're offering. So many people are just clueless, right? So they walk in and they can get scalped by an unscrupulous agency or even somebody well-intentioned that's not really thought it out. Like like you say, they just sell cable advertising. So that's all they, right. they push. So that's going to be extremely valuable for people to get your experience and your overview of these questions. Because I think a lot of us just think, well, I'll get online, I'll get on Facebook, like you said, and hey, there's a whole world out here. It's actually opening up more. I mean, direct mail is less crowded than it used to be. Absolutely. And I think you, as well as myself, were familiar with direct mail and every door direct uh, mail marketing is a a very popular format these days. We're finding a a lot of our clients and I'm promoting it as well and saying, you know, here's another aspect that you really want to consider. And just briefly, every door direct is based upon, you know, sending out your piece of mail on a specific, what we call a carrier route. So if you had uh, your mechanic, you had a shop in a town and you wanted to focus on geographically those people closest to you, because we find that, uh, as we all well know, there's two factors in deciding when you're going to use a service. One is location and the second is reliability or a reference from someone. The first thing as far as location goes, you really want to target those people closest to you and every door direct mail is one of those great vehicles that's very affordable compared to buying a specific list and paying a traditional fee for mailing. So yeah, I'm a big fan of every door direct as well. Yeah, so there's so much you can do with all these things, and that's why it's just a great thing to have you with us, because this is an area that you just don't see covered that often. So is there anything else you'd like to tell somebody that's maybe starting out new or just really building their branding and authority? Anything to kind of close with? I really like to share with people who are thinking about starting a business or a new aspect of their life in a lot of cases, is do your homework. Do your research. I'll give you an example. I had a client who had uh, what he considered a great idea regarding a gadget. I'd like to tell you specifically what it was, but in case he hears me, I don't want him to think uh, that I wasn't thinking kindly of him. But he, he came up with a gadget. He thought he was the only person in the world with his gadget. Uh, he came to me with the goal of uh, developing a website, a video, a whole marketing campaign. And, and on the surface, I thought it was a great idea. And it was, uh, it was a charitable project. It was a nonprofit. He was doing a good deed. You know, it had all the right uh, touch points, in my opinion, for, you know, a really good opportunity for marketing. But the first thing I do with new clients is I, I do research. I look at the landscape of that area. 
where they're at, what is the landscape of that industry. And quite frankly, one simple search on the internet, uh, I found three other national companies doing the exact same thing. And he had not taken the time to do the research. And that goes back to be prepared, do your homework, see what other people are doing like to throw out that example when I have a client who wants to come to us and say, you know, uh, Scott, can you and your team do a new website? My first response is go out, look at the internet, find websites who sell similar or like item products or services that you do. Look at all of them. Tell me websites you like. Give me two or three examples you like. I also want to see two or three examples that you don't like, which is just as important. It's just as important to find out what the client doesn't want as what they do want. Because a lot of times they don't know what they don't want. But be prepared. Do your homework. Do your due diligence. And I think that you'll become a professional or an expert in your field much more quickly. Do your homework. That's the first thing I would always recommend. Absolutely. And that's one of the big benefits they'll get in the breakthrough factories that we are going to have a collaborative effort here to, to, to learn from people just like you that have this experience that's just priceless. Having swam through the, <laughs> the do-it-yourself route for years, it, you, can, you can just save enormous amounts of time and frustration and money. I also like to share with people who are considering using the service is not to belittle what we do. It's not rocket science. Once you really, you know, take the time, explore it, look into it, it will make absolute sense to you. You just need someone to explain it to you, share with you their wisdom, and guide you and direct you. Uh, I think that a lot of people have a fear of marketing, and they're not sure. And it goes back to it pays to hire a professional. I actually tell my clients I want to impart my information to you to make you more successful. The more successful you are, the more successful I'm going to be for two reasons. One is you're going to continue to use me. Or, as it happens in a lot of cases, my clients grow so big, they bring marketing in-house, and I'm flattered when that happens. That means that I have done really well for them, but it also goes to the fact that they're going to refer me to other clients. They're going to say, I work with this guy. I work with Scott Davidson. You know, he helped me. He shared with me and parted his wisdom. He made my company grow. I think he's a great fit. So, it's a win-win for everyone. So it's not just, uh, you know, we're out for that check for that client for the day. It's a partnership. As I'd shared before, I have clients that I've had for 15 years since I opened the door. I'm very proud of that aspect that, you know, they continue to use our services. And, uh, you know, I think it's always a good partnership. Yeah. And I would imagine that the best clients just, uh, you can tell me if it's otherwise, are the ones that do come in with a sense of who they are, what they want to achieve. And you're able to make a better connection and give them even better service. Is that, is that what your experience has been? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it goes back to that being prepared, knowing what you want, knowing what you don't want. And then also taking a moment, and this is always a challenging aspect, of stepping back and saying, okay, I hired you as a professional. You've given me that, that wisdom. You've given me that knowledge. And then take that knowledge and, and use it and say, okay, I agree with you. Sometimes you run into clients who are kind of set in their own ideas, and that's really challenging to share with them this information. They say, "Ah, no, I, I want to do it my way, and then they, they continue on that path. Most people who come to us have a good understanding of themselves and what they want to accomplish, which is great. When we share information, they accept that information and consider the value of that information and heed our advice. 
not that we have every answer, you know, some, sometimes this is, uh, you know, it's an educated guess on certain things, but you know, after, you know, 30 years of experience, I'd say it's a highly educated guess. So, uh, you know, take advantage of that. Absolutely. And that's, that's going to be what they're going to get the experience that you're offering and, and the other experts here in, in the Breakthrough Factory. So thanks for sharing that. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the inside. Fantastic, Mike. Always good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us in the Breakthrough Factory. You'll find much more at BreakthroughFactory.com.